Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour Extra Bits, a little gift to you podcast subscribers. This week, we meet a woman who's touring a one-woman show all about what it's like to be the younger sister of a superstar. Yes, we talk to Coldplay's Chris Martin's younger sister, Nicola Wren. Underwear, armpit hair, many imitators, but no one compares. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One, two, three, four! We are joined by the sister of the singer we heard there, Chris Martin from Coldplay. And Nicola Wren is Chris Martin's younger sister, and she's written a whole new play about what it's like to grow up with a big brother who's a bit of a superstar. Nicola, welcome to Badass Women's Hour. Hello, Hello. I'm good, thanks for having me. Uh, So this comes from a kind of Edinburgh show that you did. Yes. Which was essentially your relationship with wanting to be out there and a star in your own right, but then you've got an older brother who goes and does it first on a massive global scale. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, that's sort of in a nutshell, really. But um, what what it's about is growing up with four older siblings and uh, and thinking that as a kid... um, just because somebody told me I was really good in the village pantomime um, and my siblings <laughs> clapping me and me looked, longing for their approval all the time, that, that I, I was like, cool, well, I'll definitely be, you know, a superstar and that will make them love me and it will make everyone love me, really. Uh, and then I'll be happy. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, what happened when um, my eldest brother, Chris, became really famous, that kind of put my measure of success off a little bit <laughs> and also made me um, not Nicky Martin, star of all shows in Exeter ever, but uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay's Little Sister. A, a title which I'm embracing now, as you can tell by the fact that I'm here on the radio talking to you as Chris Martin's Little Sister. So you said that it made you redefine what success meant. Um, how do you do that? Because it must be, if you're a competitive younger sibling and you've got something you see, your older sibling's got something you want, you must be like, oh, right, I'm going to go for it. And anything less than global stardom is not enough. What impact did that have on you? Well, I think... Um, thanks for that. Very interesting <laughs> question. Um, I think it's interesting because I don't ever feel competitive with my brother. Mm-hmm. And I never have. I think because he's 13 years older than me, um, it's not like there's not been any sort of rivalry. By the time... I was born, he was, like, over the fact that he had to share the love of my parents. Um, but I... Um, what it what it did do was just mean that I, I just saw him when I was, like, 11. He moved to London, started a band, and within minutes he was, like, you know, a global superstar. Mm-hmm. Or that's, from my 11-year-old perspective, how it worked. 
And so I was like, well, people in the village tell me I'm good. <laughs> so when I move to London, I'll probably also become a star. And then what happened was then I started to see, like, the negative sides of it, like paparazzi being around and things like that. And then I was like, wait a minute, I am going to be a star, but I don't know if I'm going to like it very much because I don't know if I'd like all these people to follow me around. And then it was, like, so deluded uh, and naive. And then um, I think... I think why I, I always felt like, oh, I'll, I'll never achieve that kind of level of success. And I, and I, you know, I probably never will. I mean, I'll never have 70,000 people singing my songs back to me because the tapes got lost. <laughs> um, but they were good songs, oh my God. Um, no, I... Uh, so I feel like I'll never really get to be that famous, but I also think... Um, I did just get this thing of, like, I think also because I was desperately trying to prove that I was more than just someone's little sister and that I've, and I've got so much drive and I work so hard and I've got a lot going for me, I think. Um, and so I think that was what was making me feel like I'm not enough in my own right because people generally think the most interesting thing about me is Chris before they get to know me. <laughs> well, in these five minutes, like, you are really funny. Well, thanks. Come to my show. I'll make you laugh for an I hour mean, and ten minutes. And your brother ain't that funny, I don't think. <laughs> Have you seen him in extras? I'm sorry, it's not a great performance. Already, I think your sort of your way of humour and, and wit is my kind of way of laughing. Um, Good. So, <laughs> y- y- what 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 is it that you are trying to achieve and create? Because this is your art out there in the world now, mm-hmm. regardless of titles or who your relatives are. So what is it that, you're, you're, that you want to create um, and who is it that you want to be? Thank you so much for asking that question. Um, I really, uh, I love writing and performing because I, I started doing it because I was like, I really want to make... Uh, myself and other people feel less alone about things that they maybe have like shame or um you know embarrassment around and because I've always had this um ability to be quite honest but also to um share things that a lot of people would consider to be quite embarrassing um I just get this huge thrill from doing that on stage and knowing that there's people in the audience going oh I'm not the only one that thinks that <laughs> and because I'm quite good at laughing about things but whilst also being quite sen- a bit sentimental and and and, and uh, having lots of truth. So basically, I want to keep making theatre and TV and film, as in start making TV and film. I haven't made any TV yet. Oh, anyway, um, but make making work like that that just connects to people and is really from the heart and really honest. And I, I want you know I really want to succeed in that area. But I'm I've, I've had gone through this process of redefining what success means to mm-hmm. me and. And that actually, and this is what the show's really about, is getting to the point where I go, like, this pursuit of some kind of success that isn't quantifiable, like, fame doesn't, it doesn't really mean anything. And it's, and you, because, you know, when you achieve something, so I'm waffling on now, Mm -hmm. but you get, you achieve something you've been working towards for such a long time, and then you suddenly get there, and instead of just going, oh, I'm here, and that feels really good, you go, like, what's the next thing? Yeah. And then you just keep going, and so... The show, writing this show, was about me getting to the point where I go like, okay, what do I really love doing and what really matters, which is connecting with an audience and writing stuff that's honest and vulnerable and funny. And that's what I want to just keep doing forever and success can be a byproduct of that. I can see this, that. you want to jump in, but just I want to pick up on something. He says, how, how do you deal with failure? Because the, the flip side of this is also if you stop 
talking about stuff and putting yourself out there, what if things go wrong? Have have you processed Nothing that? Nothing goes wrong for me because I'm so talented. <laughs> no, uh, I'm joking. This um, year actually has uh, been um, one of the most brilliant years of my life and also one of the hardest in terms of, like, putting putting this show out there has felt like... In a way, actually, sometimes the fact that I'm talking about Chris feels like a failure because I went on for so many years about, like, I'm never going to talk about it and blah, blah, blah. And I don't... I, I Wait, no, now it's going to sound like I am selling out. But what, <laughs> what I mean is, like, to me, for ages, I was like, if I talk about it, everyone will think I'm just using it to get success. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually what happened is it just became, like, oh, my God, if I keep making this thing bigger than it is in my head, then I'm never going to be able to, like, express myself fully. So I need to just embrace it and do it in my way and create some kind of art out of it but sometimes I do still go like damn it I ended up talking about Chris and it I looks that way it's your truth which is my little same truth and also leveraging it because actually you're here talking about your art and you it will allow you to reach your get your art out there to more audiences well this is it it's like if I can if talking about Chris means that more people come to my show and more people yeah. go like oh my god I'm gonna tell my story and I'm gonna own who I am and I'm gonna stand up to this sibling or that sibling or this person then great yeah but also, as a writer, I I realised, and this is why I decided to make the show, was that I was like, I have... A, this is this is part of a massive part of my identity, mm. and it does give me an interesting perspective on success yeah. and um, sibling relationships you see the re- and you see like the reality of that success yeah. as well, don't you? So tell, tell us a bit yeah. about your, your show, uh, your part in it, and... Because you've written it, haven't you? So where people can yes. see it. Yes, where people can see it and what, what they can expect. OK, they can expect... A whole lot of fun. <laughs> um, it's called Superstar and it is on at the Southwark Playhouse, um, which is right by Elephant Castle Tube Station. Uh, it starts on the 26th of November and it runs until the 21st of December. And it is all about uh, my very personal uh, story of growing up with these older siblings and... Um, trying to uh, prove to the world and to them that I'm worthy of uh, love and um, attention (laughs) and uh, kind of failing miserably and making a huge tit out of myself along the way and getting to a point in life where I can celebrate where I am uh, now. And it's sort of using my personal story to make a wider point about um, what I think about success and uh, what I think is important, which is finding a sense of validation from yourself rather than from other people. Mm-hmm. And you're acting in it as well, are you? So you've written it it's and you're performing. Me. Is it a one-woman like show? Tune. Sing the theme it's tune. It's one-woman show. It's one woman. Great. So if you wow. don't like my vibe here, you will not <laughs> like the show. <laughs> You'll find it grindingly tedious, which is what one reviewer called it in Edinburgh. So there's really? my failure for you. But he was a miserable old man. And we also got many... I also got many very nice reviews, but yeah, uh, so I, I feel fun. like I didn't answer your failure <laughs> question. Even Chris Martin's got haters. Well, I actually spoke to Chris <laughs> when I got that review, and uh, he was like, "Look, you, you, you're doing what you felt in your heart to be right, and people have said worse things about us." So that's true. You're always going to get good reviews and bad reviews, and I feel like if there's one person that can answer that for you, it's Chris Martin. That's uh, a very <laughs> helpful thing about having a famous brother, actually. <laughs> and uh, if you are a Chris Martin fan, he's doing his only interview tomorrow in the Sunday Times about Coldplay's new album, Everyday Life, in which he swears. Apparently, I have to tell you that. One, two, three, four! 
This has been the Badass Women's Hour podcast with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. If you want to hear more from us, you can come follow us on social media at Badass Women's Hour HR um, or leave us a review and tell us how much you love us. We really need to feel the love. Five stars should do it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.